T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello. Welcome to an unexpected Kramer and Jess. Uncensored. It is Monday. The fuck we doing here, Jess? I know. Trying to go home. I Uh, am. Tired. Now, it's not like us to do, especially one early. Um, so you know this must be for uh, for good cause. Um, if you are new to this podcast, I think it is fair for us to give you a little warning of what you're walking into. And what is that, Jess? This is like the close friends feature on Instagram. So things that you wouldn't particularly want to share with, uh, with your family members and stuff like that. But I think particular... Particularly today, we're going to have a very honest and open conversation. So we would just like it to be a safe space where we can just be open and transparent. Typically, the rule here is we don't talk about this outside the podcast. Like Whatever we say here cannot be held against us. Uh, I don't think with today's conversation that's going to be the case, nor do I think I really want it to be the case. And know that I am extremely apprehensive going into this because I never didn't think I was ever going to talk about it. Didn't think it was necessary. Um, But... I don't think there's any more time than this conversation needs to be had than today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. Um, it is, we're not going to sit here and rehash the facts about what happened with Roe v. Wade. At this point, I'm sure you know, you have been bombarded. Yeah. Bombarded with it all weekend long. Um, so, you know, you obviously they overturned it. Women in certain states can't get abortions. That's it, Right. Um, you also need to know that coming into this, two things. Number one, Jess and I, pretty liberal people. So there's that, right? Uh, we live in a pretty liberal state. Um, and never has this show been set out to change anyone's mind versus inspire. Inspire from our actions, our beliefs, our stories. But never, no, I'm, I think I'm not we, here to challenge anybody today. Yeah, and I think we never want it to be political. If anything, we are, we do our best to be empathetic it's, and try to see, you know, try to try, make you understand because, that we're looking at you for, we, we want it to be a space of, you know, if you're feeling a certain way and having it to be a safe zone basically for you. Because it's obviously, we're never going to tell you how to feel and how you should feel, but we're just going to kind of share where we're coming from emotionally because I think it's a feeling that a lot of people it's it's heavy right now for a lot of people. I I wasn't shocked 
this happened. There were rumors this was going to happen about a month ago, right? And then um, all of a sudden Friday, boom, it dropped. And this is after the show. So thank God, because I don't, I needed the weekend to sit with this. I started getting wild as fuck on social media. I was like, I need, I need to relax. We are in a contract season. I'm like sitting here. Fuck. It was like, it was a lot. So I need, I'm glad I didn't have to go live on the radio to talk about this. Um, but Justin, I did talk about it this morning and I want to play, I'm going to play about three minutes in the radio show. Cause I feel like that was the first time we really spoke about it. Publicly released, like just mm-hmm. had a release about it. And I also want to say this before we go into this, the topic of abortion makes me extremely uncomfortable. The idea of abortion makes me extremely uncomfortable. I'm not someone as liberal as I am. I'm still not okay. Comfortably talking about it. Um, some people are, some people are very open and I, it is something to me that still is a very uncomfortable matter because I feel like we don't talk about it enough. So this is what happened on the radio show today when we started talking about it. I thought we, we thought it'd be best just to open up with our immediate emotions here. I couldn't believe that it was something, something happening right now in my time. I've read about these things in, in history books of things that we've had to go through, of rights that we didn't have, not being able to own land without a husband, you know? Like, that's, that's what it felt like. And, like, sitting in your own body and knowing that there are women in other parts of this country that don't have control over the most intimate, vulnerable thing that could happen to them was heartbreaking to me, including little girls who may get raped or if it's a case of incest that they are not protected and it made me so angry but the fact of the matter is is that women have gone through this before and have to go through this daily of constantly having to fight for respect fear for their safety on a daily basis and so unfortunately this is a place that we've been before and so I feel as though through our darkest times is when we have was where we find our strength and we will not be quiet. And if there's to me, I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? You can volunteer, you can donate. And I feel like the biggest thing for me is to not shy away from conversations like these. And I've been very emotional, but right now in this moment, I feel motivated and confident that we will come together and fight harder than we ever had before. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop right there. You happy with that? What? I mean, is that is that is that the sentiment you? I mean, are we missing anything now that you hear it back? Because I feel like sometimes when I say things, I listen back. I'm like, "Fuck! I wish I would have said this, or I wish I would have said that different." Anything that's missing? Are you happy with that? Um, sometimes it, when you go live and you can't it, it just is what it is especially emotional stuff you're just like well I mean I thought it was great but I didn't know there's anything you want to add to it I think, now that we're uncensored yeah I think um, probably how graph how how ba- I think not being able to be as graphic or talk about the just the the f- fact that more women will die because they will try to have abortions unsafely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the limited access, especially to women of color, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like an attack. It, it feels, it just, and it's like setting us up for failure, basically. And it's weird. It's like, it's weird with all this shit going on, you know, like the mass shootings at school, yeah. the formula shortage, it's like, just, let's just, you know, we're it's a boiling point. There's no, there's no assistance. There's no help. So you want to force a woman to go through something that she possibly physically cannot and putting mm-hmm. her life on the line, you know, for women who don't have the access, you know, the day that the news broke. Within hours, I remember, I think it was like Arkansas was one of the first states to just stop procedures and women would have had to travel six or plus hours to get it done with no warning. You know, who knows if they even like told anyone what they were doing, if they have the resources to like, that's the thing. It's like some, you know, some people were like, you know, just go to a different state. Like not everybody has that ability and the access and the support in order to do that. And... It's just scary. It was, it was just like instant. It it's, was like, it's horrific boom, that's and it's it. terrifying. Yeah. It wasn't really much of a lead up for some states and like, yeah. Like yeah. In, in a matter of hours, it just stopped. I can't imagine what it feels like to be a woman. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if you're pro-life or if you're pro-choice. I, I've always struggled with this because I, I think of someone that is pro-choice, um, you know, the, it, it spells out exactly what it is. Uh, it's not pro-death. Uh, it's pro-choice, making the choice that's right for you. And I think that, to me, uh, that applies to any situation um, with your bodies. And I think, I said this earlier, I tweeted this this weekend, like, they were never, they, are you fucking kidding me? Can you imagine if they came and had a law of like, we, and this obviously is not exactly the same, but go with me here of like, Hey, um, all, no men can get vasectomies anymore because for whatever reason, she would never happen. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years would that happen. Right. So. Or I, no, that all men were forced to have vasectomies until they could prove that they were all fit stable and capable to be a fun, of, right. Yeah. Like, wouldn't happen mm-hmm. like wouldn't would not would never in a million years would that be a thing and so i i always have rooted for the underdog my whole entire life um and i so when things like this happen i'm not shocked but i'm just like i'm i'm just like fuck you know like fuck because I know this would never happen to any other white male straight group ever. Would this anything like this ever be challenged ever? And I know a lot of it comes down to religion. I mean, all it all really well, not all, because some people may not be religious and still have their beliefs, and that's fine. Um, but a lot of it does come down to, you know, um, to religious beliefs, which you may or may not believe in. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you, you, you may not, your religion may not feel that way. I know there's a group in Florida right now that's suing the state. I think there might be Jewish and I'm just, I'm shooting off the dome here. So please do your research. They're suing the state of Florida because they say in our, in this, I don't know if it's all Jewish, I'm again off the dome, um, that we basically have the right. If it's going to kill the mother, the mother's life's the most important. So, um, you can't tell us not to. Again, off the dome. Um, 
So just just an example like that, mm-hmm. where just because these mostly idealistic Christian beliefs, um, which I don't have a problem with Christianity, man. I don't. I don't. I just have a problem with telling somebody what to do with their body or their life. And this country has such a shitty way of doing that. Mm-hmm. The fact that slavery was a thing on this same gu- where we were standing. If you're on this coast, this there was slavery right here where you were walking. And it wasn't too terribly long ago. How about in my mom's lifetime, my parents' lifetime, like mm-hmm. black kids and white kids went to different schools. Mm-hmm. And the white schools got the more privilege. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do this because you're. I, I just. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, with it. With anything. So, just know that's. Even though I have no, skin in the game, if you will, for lack of a better term, I. It's not, my my body. You know. So at the end of the day, it's not my choice. Uh, but I want to root for any woman that wants to live her life however she wants to live it, as long as it's not affecting someone else. And that's how I've always believed with anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to put a commercial in here somewhere and I guess I'm going to put it in right here before we get into part two. So, sorry. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. So this is, this is triggering for me. Um, and there's only about five people on the planet that know this. And I didn't think I was ever going to talk about this, but it's really been eating me alive uh, it has been for a while, but I never quite knew when, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm transparent, but there's, there's things in my life I just haven't talked about yet. And, and some things I probably never will, but this one feels like it's almost too important not to talk about. Um, I was with a, a woman who became pregnant and who opted to have an abortion. And I'm going to be careful with this conversation because it's not honestly, I can only, I only want to give you my perspective of the story. 
Um, I don't want to give away too many details. Just I want you to ask any question you want because I think this is an important conversation. But there's going to be times where I may have to say I don't feel like that's appropriate because. No, you have to be mindful. And respectful. I, I just have to be mindful because I don't know how she would feel about this. hundred percent about this story, and honestly, it's her body. You know, mm-hmm. so I can only give it to you from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I don't, I don't know what really much more needs to be said. You know, um, somebody who is a, you had two educated human beings um, that were, that were protecting themselves. Birth control was used mm-hmm. and birth control failed. And at this point in my life, I'm going to speak for myself. At this point in my life, I was in no place to have a kid. And I know she felt the same way. I mean, I can still remember, I can still remember the day, man. Like, because it it just it seemed like that's everybody else's problems, right? That's like who, who those, those fucking idiots that don't know how to use birth control. That's what that's what always the assumption is, right? Like that's that doesn't that doesn't happen to smart, you know, fucking it doesn't happen to to that happens to other people. That's other people's shit they got to deal with. But I remember the day, man, and I remember that you know just she was late and we were almost kind of joking about it mm-hmm. because we were we used birth control so who cares yeah um and it was her her decision she said that she that's what she wanted to do yeah yeah um we we both agreed that that was the best course of action for where we were at this time at the time. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine putting yourself in a place where that wasn't even an option? Like how would how would have that situation been different? How do you think that would have affected your life differently? Both you, either together. It would or have been really bad. It would have been real. I mean, not like not awful. I mean. It wouldn't have been awful. Yeah. Um, it would have been doable. But not even having the option, though? Like, can you fathom that? Um, sure. Can I fathom it? Sure. I could, I could imagine it. But do I... If here's what I had to come down to. Here's the conclusion that I personally had to come to the conclusion of. Because that's... I mean, y'all... And this is the point I want to bring this up. A couple different reasons. Number one, it is the most gut-wrenching it's fucking awful nobody in their right fucking mind would want to go through that mm-hmm. I have so much trauma from that situation um, that I can tell you right now pro-life people If there's, 
I think if any moment of my life I could take away, it would be that one. It wasn't like it was, I think that some people get it confused as like, this is a form of birth control or willy nilly. Um, but I can tell you from my case, that was just not the fucking situation. Um, so it's a, it's a terrible decision to come to God awful. I'm sure a million times harder on her than it was for me. And it was fucking hard for me. Mm-hmm. And we cried about it. And we fuck. I mean, like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we should totally just do that, right? No, fuck no. No, we, we had a really hard com- conversations. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was extremely early on. This was extremely early on um, in the, you know, in, the, in pregnancy. Um. And it was like, when you make that decision, you feel like fucking shit. Mm -hmm. You feel like a piece of fucking shit because you just feel like you're a fucking murderer. That's how I felt. I did. As someone that's pro-choice, still felt like I fucking killed somebody. And I fucking dealt with that for a long time. Uh was in therapy for a long time for that man. Um, Cause it's funny. I can sit here and I can, I can rah, rah, rah pro choice, but, but it doesn't make the situation any easier mm-hmm. when you're the one that has to make that decision. Okay. So the process terrible. Um, she opted to do um, the pills is you can have a pill, or you can have, I guess, like a manual. Yes. For lack of a better term. Right. Um, and I was there the whole time. Um, and it was really bad. T- it was really bad. It was really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Really fucking sad. Um, yeah, I think people just assume like it's an easy decision to make. Like it's not going to affect or there or there's no like, you know. Like they don't care. I've had friends who've had to go through the process and it's not an easy decision to make. It's not an easy thing to go through, but I think it's a decision that is yours to make. And so it's like the thought of that being stripped from you and like stripped from her, you know? Yeah. Cause like at the end of the day, you can dip. She can't. And so it's like, it's not, I think that's what's the saddest part is like people are thinking like there's no emotion in this and there's no trauma in this. Like no one, want, no one wants to be in that situation. No one ever wants to be in that situation. But if you are, you deserve to have control over whatever you decide to do. Yeah. I would never want to be in that situation again. Right. And I have extreme amounts of sexual trauma since then to make sure that absolutely Nothing happens mm-hmm. like that again. It, it, but again, you guys, you guys already know me. If you listen this long enough, you follow my journey. Like I'm already hypochondriac as hell. It's not like I'm a willy nilly one night stand. Oh my God, this is crazy. This is somebody that I was, you know, was with, you know? Um, 
But I'll tell you, I'll, honestly, well, I don't know if it's the worst part, but let me tell you a part that really sucks and why I wanted to talk about it was because, and this is what I, this is like, this is where I was like, this is a fucking issue. And I knew I had to do something, but I wasn't quite sure what, because I, I, I don't have shame any, I don't have shame anymore. I've, I've, I've processed it. Um, so I don't, I can do this podcast with my head held high today. Couldn't have done this a couple of years ago. Um, but I have really worked through it with a therapist, actually two therapists really worked through it. And like, I feel I've digested it mm-hmm. and I've, you know, I moved on, moved on, but, um, when I, when this happened on Friday and I start to hear arguments on both sides, because I feel like you probably, there's a chance you may feel like you don't know anyone that has had an abortion before. I don't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Until that happened, if you asked me if anybody around me had an abortion, I would say no. Like that's again, other people's shit. Not my, not my group, not my circle. So I've only opened up to a select few about this. Like Jess and I have barely talked about this just in overall terms of like this happened. And you, I mean, you're, you're one of like five people that know anything about this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I found was because I felt, and I know that she felt so isolated you feel like you're on an island making the absolute worst decision ever. And that's scary. And that made it honestly a really situation 10 times worse. Because you didn't want to reach out or talk to Who who do you it. talk to? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck do you talk to about that? With all these dark thoughts that you're having, there's no one to talk cuz no one's been through this before. Mm-hmm. So slowly since then, I have I've like brought it up to certain people only like when it felt safe. Um, and what I was really surprised and almost scared to find out is how common this really is. And so like I would tell somebody I'd be like, hey, and they'd be like, either I've been through the same thing. People, normal ass people, normal ass people, your friends, your family, either I've been through that or like one of my good friends has been through that. Mm-hmm. Like nowhere further, like not a degree further than like someone that's extremely close to somebody. Not like, Oh yeah, I knew this woman at church 10 years ago. That did. No, like either I've been through it. My family's been through it or my best friends have been through it. Consistently. Did I get that message? Mm-hmm. And I was like, where the fuck was this? Huh, before. When I was going through this, we don't talk about it. And I felt at that point, I started to feel really guilty because I know there's people that listen to me. Um, that don't, that, I don't know if, if maybe just even one person could like, open their mind or feel more safe about like knowing someone who, I don't know, you may look at me as someone that someone has their life together, you know, probably not, <laughs> but 
you know, but, but like, you know somebody now. Like, you know somebody. Mm-hmm. And somebody that's willing to talk about all the feelings that you go through with this process. And I also wanted to be a, a sounding board because I've been through it and it fucking sucks. And I, I feel like it's a shame if I went through all that and like absolutely no good came from it. But I've sat here in the shadows like all of us do. Because we're ashamed. We're scared. This, we're, I'm probably going to, lo- I'm sure we're going to lose some people just by hearing this. But I can't stand by anymore. It's been eating me alive for years. And I can't stand by anymore and just let this kind of stuff happen and let anyone else feel, you know, like, like, I feel like I'm not doing my part. Yeah. I'm not for killing babies. <laughs> and, I, and I can guarantee you anyone that's pro-choice feels that way. Um, I remember I dated somebody who was very pro-life and just by having this conversation, cause it had come up, I don't remember why, but it had come up when, when we were dating mm-hmm. and it was weird how the empathy, when it's like an idea versus like someone, you know, and care about it humanizes, the it humanizes it. Yeah. Right. It, mm-hmm. Like it's, it's no longer just a, an issue with the Supreme Court anymore. Yeah. This was my issue that I had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, I actually found this on the Washington Post. Let me play this for you because I found this really interesting. In case you're like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody in my life is, has been through this. Listen. In the heated conversations around abortion access, simple facts about who gets abortions are often lost. Most people who have abortions in this country already have children, and teenagers account for less than 9% of abortions. And rates are highest among women whose incomes are under the federal poverty level. Pregnancy terminations are also more common than you might think. It may just not seem that way due to the stigma and sometimes the danger of talking about abortions. Around one in four women will have an abortion by the time they're 45. And 91.1% of abortions happen at or before 13 weeks of pregnancy in the first trimester. According to Washington Post polling, 54% of Americans believe that Roe should remain in place. But now with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, 52% of women of childbearing age in America will face new bans or restrictions on their right to get an abortion. One in four. That's a lot. I guarantee you, you know somebody that's never said a fucking word about it. So that's my story. I, I'm not, I'm not at a place with it, honestly, because like, this is it. Like now it's out there and I'm sure I'm going to get in the car and cry about this on the way home, which is fine. It's fine. Um, I'm not at a place in my life where I'm ready to be like the poster child for it. Like I was for a divorce. Um, because I don't know how, I don't know how this is going to go over when this episode gets released. I don't know. It's out. It's the universe is at that point. Um, but I, I just need you to know that like I'm here and I've been through it on, on a male perspective. I've been through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ever need somebody to talk to about, it, I'm 1000% here to talk about it. Cause I know f- the male perspective of, of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And one of my own personal objectives on this planet before I am taken away um, is to make people not feel so alone. 
Like, that's what I feel like I'm here to do is make you, like, not feel so alone. And there's so many fucking hard things we have to go through in this world. And they suck. But, like, when you feel like you're alone going through it and you feel ashamed to talk about it, or it's too painful to talk about, fucking sucks. So, I'm here. I love you. I'm here. And I hope that, like, I'm not here to change anyone's mind, but I hope that you can just maybe hear this story and just know that, like, you know someone now that, like, has been through the god-awful experience of an abortion. So. Questions? I'm here. I'm Honestly, I'm here. Don't feel just because I'm crying. Don't feel like you can't ask me anything. No, I want to make sure anything that needs to get out has been let out. Yeah, no, I think that you've been open and transparent with your experience, and that's all you can do, you know, and it wasn't. I just don't, you know, this wasn't, this isn't opening a door so someone can get attacked. This was just an effort to share and humanize something that sometimes when people are so distant from it, don't understand it, you yeah. know? So I think that's something that I want to say. Like, this isn't. We're not welcome. If you don't have something nice to say, then don't say anything at all. That's not what this was for. All right. That's all we got for today. See you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.